Joining us on the line, our resident economist, Andrew Pyle. Andrew, how are you this morning? Well, I think I'm doing better than the markets right now, guys. What is going on with the markets? I mean, last night it looked fine, and then this morning, what the heck? Well, we talked about this last week that at some point the markets, and the markets were selling off last week, and we were talking about how much had gone down. But at some point, this would become less of a virus issue, per se, and more about the ripple effects through the global economy and whether or not the virus that we see today would cause the economy to sink into perhaps a recession. I would say the market got to that point in the conversation late last week, which begged the question, okay, if we could be going to recession, what are the central banks going to do? And in fact, guess what, guys? On Friday, the Federal Reserve head, uh, Jay Powell, came out and said, we're kind of open to anything. In other words, if we think we have to, we'll cut rates to help this thing. And the markets actually, to your point, John, were up last night. But for some reason now that's caved in because I guess they just don't believe they're going to get the rate cut soon enough. So in, in terms of the, so all of these central banks can make these rate cuts, but the challenge is the market doesn't believe it's going to be in time or, or be enough to make a difference. Well, the latter point, John, I think you hit it right on the, on the head. I mean, the Fed Fund's future rate in the States is 1.75%. Now, technically, they could cut rates, you know, 1.75%, and maybe that helps. And the markets right now are pricing in, believe it or not, 100 basis points. In other words, they're, they're pricing in a 1% rate cut by the end of July and half a percent coming basically this month. So that's huge. Mm. But if you go back to 2008, 2009, John, remember the financial crisis that we went through, the markets lost 50% of their value. The Federal Reserve was able to cut rates five percentage points. In other words, it took that much easing to get the economy back on its uh, on its feet. So that's why the markets this morning are, are worried that even if they get the easing, is it possible that it's not going to be enough or quick enough? So what uh, what remains to be seen? What are you advising your uh, your investors to do? I would say the next couple of days will be key, John, because my gut feeling right now is that based on the declines we're seeing this morning, the S&P futures are down about 30 points from Friday. Um, our stock exchanges now have reversed. I mean, not only all the gains that we've seen this year, and keep in mind January and early February were pretty good months, but they've actually reversed all the gains made since the fall. And we have the 10-year bond yield. I mean, don't fall out of your chairs. The 10-year bond in the States right now is just a little bit more than 1%. In other words, give the U.S. government your money. They'll pay you a whopping 1% wow. per year. Um, so I think in the next two to three days, I'd, I'd be suggesting you know, listeners and investors, watch what the Fed does. I, I've I've got feeling that we may act well, well. I think we'll definitely hear more from the Fed today, but I would not be surprised now that we start getting into a emergency rate cut situation where the Fed starts to cut rates. That could give the market some relief, but I think we're into almost watching this day by day. Well, Andrew Pyle will keep tabs on it, and we'll check in with you if stuff develops over the week. Thank you so much for talking to us here on Talk of the Town. And if people want to check out some information on what we've been discussing, they can find it with you online, right? They can do that, John. If they go to our website at pilegroup.ca, they'll find uh, links to all of our research that we put out, our weekly newsletter, and, of course, our contact info. If they have any questions, they can always reach out to myself and the team.
For most of us, crime is something we see on the news. We never think it could happen to us until it does. Loved ones are gone, and for the survivors, the scars will never heal. I'm Nancy Hickst, a senior crime reporter for Global News. And on this season of Crime Beat, I'll take you inside some of the most serious crime stories I've covered. Season six of Crime Beat is available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and all podcast platforms.